Welcome to the Man Up or Shut Up Show, where four men unite in search of the truth. Feelings will be hurt. Talk to your doctor to see if this information is right for you. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Man Up or Shut Up Show. Today we have myself, Dimitri, on Around Earth. <laughs> oh, see? Oh, see? It's proof. Um, and then we have uh, Roman over there. And we got Peter. He's on America. Hello, oh, guys. Victor, he's down there. The anonymous. But you can't see him because we don't have a thousand subscribers. And if you want to see his face, I've seen it. It's worth a thousand subscribers. <laughs> guys, uh, please. I've never seen it. I actually want to see it too. Yeah. So uh, today so we we wanted to um, just respond to we had some comments about the flat earth uh, topic that we did and we just wanted to respond a little bit to, uh, to the comments over there we're definitely not professionals but we have uh, logic on our side <laughs> and we have and we have just a, the ability to humble ourselves and look for the truth so um, I wanted to first hand it off to Victor because he's going to uh, just summarize what the comment was. And, you know, they, they said such a, such a good comment and question that it's going to take you guys an entire show to do it. And, you know, we, we don't mind doing it because we love the flat earthers a lot and we like discussing things with them. So, Victor, what did what, what, what they say? What did they say? So uh, this person says that we're all screwed. She's afraid. We're just all completely screwed. So you are screwed. Oh, over. man. Um, yeah, we just, we have not a leg to stand on, apparently. Um, all her comments are essentially predicated on the idea that because there are areas that are flat on the earth, <clears> or <throat> what she calls flat, um, that means that the earth itself is flat. And she says, uh, you as an individual can discern and explore nature for yourself. The objective needs no Google search or fancy language. Let's uh, just let it all go and go observe. So I'm stopping it there because I want to uh, address the observations. Right. Number one, if we're going to observe things, let's observe the planets that are around us. Huh. Uh, the moon's round. We can look at it. Huh. The sun is round. Uh, we can look at it. Uh, yep. I guess Mars. Mars, you can see once in a while. But they can be like, it's, it can be still flat, but round. Some people well, do that, no. so I guess it's like a disc. What they like, like to say is, the, their favorite saying is, well, I'm just, I'm not concerned with what's above us. I'm just concerned about what I'm on right now. And see, yes. this is the thing. She just appealed to the concept of looking around us, right? Look at what's around us. Let's look yeah, at, yeah. If we look at what's around us, we have round planets that surround the Earth, okay? Yeah. Uh, number two, uh, she appeals to water and says, well, water, you know, it's just always flat. Well, uh, water, when you drop it, becomes a droplet, okay? Um, it doesn't always hold its shape because it's being drawn somewhere. And even if you don't believe, on gra I believe in gravity, um, it's being drawn by something. Something is pulling it downwards. Um, and it just it becomes an argument of um, asinine proportions when you just go, no, -uh, gravity, no. -uh. And they, they try to discredit what's called the Cavendish experiment. So the Cavendish experiment is a, the experiment which proves gravity. And they say, oh, it's never been replicated. Well, a simple search of the Cavendish experiment on YouTube shows 
multiple people replicating that experiment uh, just you know on their own. So the Cavendish experiment basically takes two spheres and shows in a uh, basically not in a vacuum but in a closed environment how they are attracted towards one another and you can essentially get a rough calculation of uh, their you know gravimetric the gravity the constant of gravity essentially. Um, and then of course the biggest elephant in the room that she's avoiding is the actual experiment that we presented. Okay. Yeah. Um, she doesn't want to address that instead of addressing that she likes to go around it and say, well, what about this and this and this? Well, what about drop away? What about the fact that we can clearly observe drop away? What about the fact that if you want to disprove that experiment, I will be happy to provide you with every bit of information that I had to repeat that experiment yourself. So yeah. if you want to actually uh, disprove the round earth, which, heck, I would be happy if we disproved the round earth. would have no problem. Yeah, it'd be um, cool. I'd like, I would love a lady. Exactly. I would, I would love for the earth to be flat. Really, I really would. I would it so, would be amazing. I'd be, I'd be the happiest man alive. <laughs> for for quite a while, I think I would as well. But that's my point is, you know, nobody wants to actually go do those experiments. Like if they wanted to go do that experiment, the problem is that experiment shows something opposite of what they believe, right? Yeah. So they, they avoid it like the plague. So if, right. even if I were to give them all the information of how to do that experiment, how to send up the balloon, what kind of camera to use, how to stitch the panorama, how to take the panorama and make sure it's perpendicular to the earth below them, you know, how to, you know, manipulate it in Photoshop and check the level, how to do the calculations, hook them up with a mathematician to do the calculations. It doesn't matter. They don't care about that. The reason they don't care and they want to just completely walk around that question is because they have zero answer for it. On a flat plane, it is impossible. It is impossible. For there to be drop away. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen an accurate, proportional, flat Earth map? Oh no, it's not possible. It doesn't exist. No, I mean, technically, if you, you like, even like for example, flights. A flight from you know when you when you take flight times with flat Earth, you pretty much have to like stretch out what something is like this on a globe. Yeah. On a flat Earth, it's like boom, like this. It's much you know, on, a, apart. on a round yeah. Earth, it's like a, it's maybe like a, um, let's say something that's maybe a five-hour flight. On a flat Earth, it would be like quadruple the uh, the length because you have to have all this extra space of ocean filled in between those two things. You know, mm -hmm. I mean that's one of the things I haven't never seen an accurate flat Earth. Um, and, and just a quick question. This I was kind of while you were talking, you know, I was yeah. thinking about other things like you know eating dinner and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> no, I had this uh, had you had this uh, question. You know, when you're taking a picture of somebody, like let's say at a sunset, you know, yeah. Uh, if, if you like kind of back up, like on a like a really strong camera. And they have the sun in the background, right? And you have yeah. the picture. You have, did you see those pictures where they take a picture of like this romantic picture with this couple standing there and they're getting ready like to smooch or whatever. And yeah. it's behind the sunset. But they zoom in for like a long time and it makes the sun get extremely huge in their yeah. background while they're pretty tiny, you know? Yeah. 
I mean, wouldn't that only be could be explained if the sun is extremely huge? <laughs> well, I mean, th that definitely has to do with what's called compression in lenses. And yeah. I'm, I'm, to be honest, I'm not an expert on lens compression. My business partner understands it better, but, um, you, it's a, it's a known phenomenon in photography and very easily predictable, but you can make just about anything look large if it's far enough away. Yeah. So do they believe the sun is smaller than the, the flat earth supposedly? Well, yeah, they, they believe flies, that they, they believe, yeah, they believe the sun is like, I, I don't remember which size they, what size they believe the sun is. I think they think it's like 20 miles across. And So how, is, uh, how does it ever get dark? Like, I mean, how does that, how do they explain that? How do they explain that away? How do they explain that away? I, I still to this day don't. They, I mean, the and first they, 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 they tried to say it. This, this, is how they, this is how they explain it away. They switch topics and they start exactly. talking about water. <laughs> exactly and they start to, uh, flat plains there's areas that are just flat as a billiard table as she said the canterbury plains is an area of braided rivers and pastoral perfection between the southern alps and the pacific ocean oh really have you been there okay yeah. i don't think you have but anyway as flat as a billiard table okay let's say it is extremely flat all right it is relatively flat again people don't understand proportion and their the proportion of their their, their size compared to the size of the earth once you start getting up high really high you see oh wow i'm very small very 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 small and this earth is extremely large and yeah. that for is example negates for example, you know yeah the earth is so huge like for example this amount of space on my globe round earth that's probably like right here this much that's probably like, I don't know, maybe like a thousand, two, three thousand miles. But if you just look at this little tiny space this much, it's almost like it's straight. That's how huge. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's incredible. It really is. And, and that's my thing. I understand the concept of it, you know, looking flat. But again, I would encourage this person to go look at. Um, another another well, thing, I'm a truck driver. I'm a truck driver, for example, just to, just to throw that out there. I could be literally like 300 miles away from another trucker, 300 miles away. It's already light, like complete light where he's at. He already sees the sun, birds are singing and you know, it, it, it's completely light. I'm only like two, 300 miles away from it, it's still dark where I'm, I'm at. On a flat earth, how is that even possible? You know, how is that even possible that only two, three hundred miles away, it's completely dark while it's completely light, just, you know, two, three hundred miles prior. I mean, it only makes sense on a round earth. Basically they, have no, yeah, they have no good explanation for that. Because, because I mean, it's like, how, how, did, how, is the, how does it go so fast from light to dark? Yeah. That and then within and then within like 20 30 minutes it's light where you know where it was dark 20 30 minutes away i well, mean it's like the sun has to be like a flashlight you know like yeah so it doesn't have rays doesn't go all around it's just <clears throat> but the problem is the proportionality and in, in the way that flashlight would direct light is just absurd right i mean it, yeah, yeah. The way, the, in their model it's just not possible there was a i think it's a swiss guy that put together like this model where he actually like bent the light 
to 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 work with their model and how the light would have to bend and it was just beyond ridiculous i mean well and there's also another problem which is according to their theory the earth would have to be the center of the, of the universe or the and, center and, of our of our galaxy in particular and i don't even to be honest i don't even get involved in that portion of the argument yeah. because, the because geocentricity yeah I, the, <laughs> the geocentricity versus heliocentricity is is a completely separate subject right and I, I don't, to be honest, like Dimitri brought up a long while ago, um, I still don't fully understand why the stars haven't moved the constellations. I don't understand that, right? And so I don't necessarily accept scientists' full explanation of what's out there. Yeah, exactly. I don't think they really yeah. know. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, uh, I'm not claiming to know that, oh, this is the model, or, you know, it's this way or that way. But what you know is that we live in a predictable system. Um, you know, we, there are dates that are very predictable and like, for example, the different solstices are extremely predictable and reliable and in the moons and calendars and that sort of thing. So in the best model currently that explains that is a heliocentric you know, solar system. Yeah. And I, I don't think people, I mean, I don't think these flat earthers, I mean, it, it's just sad once once you give yourself so wholly to an idea that's so yes. preposterous, you can't give it up. That's part and of another, it. And another issue is that I'm afraid, because you, like, remember when you debated that one flat earther and you yeah. said, what if you were proven basically without a shadow of a doubt that oh, yeah. was actually around? Would you admit that you interpreted the Bible in the wrong way and you were wrong, yes. or would you disregard the Bible as the word of God? And he pretty much says, yeah, I would pretty much disregard the Bible as the word of yeah, God. Yeah, that's, that's how I confident forgot. Did, I, did I say that? Yeah, that yeah, was actually did. a great question. Yeah, he was, I forgot. That's cool. I think that was one of the questions we told you to ask him. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, you did. You watch watch Dimitri pat himself on the back. So it's not you, Victor. It's Dimitri. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he actually did. Didn't that. you guys text me that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We texted you. Did. That's hilarious. Hey, hey oh, so quickly answer her, um, this nice lady that um, uh, about the water. How does water stay on around Earth? Because well, we can't really answer that question to her because again, she rejects the concept of gravity. So if the uh, if the concept oh, of gravity is rejected, we can't answer that well, question. See, okay, no, for, we, we can answer because, you know, the fact that she rejects the concept of gravity is not our fault. You know, yeah. we basically, we have explanation for how it is. So, you know, how do you usually think, you know, the, um, the tug of war, you know, the, uh, uh, the game of tug of war, right? Yep. If there is equal amount of pressure on both sides, the rope will stand still or the flag that's in the rope. It's not gonna move one way or the other, right? Mm -hmm. if, there's an, if there's more pressure on, let's say the left side, the right side, will, it'll basically go slowly. It'll slowly move towards the left side if the left side is stronger than the right side. So if there is, in the, with the concept of gravity, if, you know, in the round earth, you know, we, we, there's no gravity in it in the outer space while there is gravity on our planet on our earth the water does not have a uh, tug of war kind of deal going on because there's nothing pulling the water to the opposite to the opposite side 
Therefore, the water is going to remain where there is force that's holding it together. And it's got zero counter pull from the other side. Um, it, it basically, the only thing that pulls it is the moon, and that's how you get the tides. The moon gives a slight tug on the water, and that's what causes the tides, you know. Other than the moon, there's nothing pulling the water towards itself. So it has no reason to spill into the outer space because the outer space is not giving any um, pull to the water other than the moon itself, which is another ball that you can zoom into, and it's obviously a ball, you know. Yep. Um, so this, that's From observation. My yeah. It's my explanation, and I think it's logical enough. So how are you going to explain that? <laughs> I, I have a question for you guys. Good. Um, and this is, again, I mean, this is coming from my, and uh, I, don't, I don't really know much about the flat earth thing. As I said in the last episode, I'm kind of, I never truly cared that much. So, meh. Um, but I am a little curious. The eclipse and, and the, uh, the moon cycles, right? Because you, you have a full moon once, I think it's once a month, right? Yeah, you, you have a moon that shrinks and then it grows. You have a new moon, and yep. and the reason and the reason you have that is because of the shadow that's coming from the Earth, if I'm not mistaken, right? No, this, that 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 is actually not because of the shadow of the Earth. That's just because the angle at which we view the moon. Okay. The moon basically orbits the Earth once every, I think it's like 28 days, essentially. Okay. And and the angle at which we're viewing the moon. Um, with respect to the re the way it's reflecting the sun, so essentially the it's basically long and short of it are is if we're standing on the side of the Earth and we're looking at the moon and that moon we're seeing it uh, the side of it and we're only seeing half of the face that's <clears throat> the sun, you're going to see a half moon. You're not going to see a full moon. Now, if the moon is basically nearly behind the Earth, right, and we're looking out at the moon that face is the face that's facing the sun. So we're going to see a full moon because we're getting a full reflection. Now, eclipses, yes, eclipses are based on, uh, like a lunar eclipse is based on the shadow of the earth being cast on the moon. And a solar eclipse is obviously based on the moon passing between the earth and the sun. So, um, yeah. I've it, seen it, one recently because there was one in Oregon like last year. Yeah, the solar eclipse. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that solar eclipse. We were watching that too, and me and my business partner literally sat there for hours trying to actually understand an eclipse, like the with the motion of the moon and the rotation of the Earth, and just trying. It, it's hard. To, it's really hard to wrap your head around. And I mean, literally, we sat there staring at a paper, drawing the motions until we finally got it. Um, it's harder because because of the speed, and that was that was what was throwing us off is the speed at which the shadow was going over the earth, and it was like, how is this, how is this possible? But it it does check out. <laughs> that was one of those things where the course the flat earthers were like the flat earthers were going on and on about how oh eclipses eclipses can't happen because of this that and the other thing, and I don't even remember their arguments at this point. But we sat there, we did the math, we ran through the numbers, the speed of the, with the speed of the moon and how much it's moving per day, and it adds up perfectly. That's what's hilarious. It, 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 it becomes absurd. And that's the other thing that flat earthers hate is mathematics. 
That's why I really like the channel uh, Wolfie6020. And that really um, demolishes any argument people have about flying across the earth. And see, she's talking about all these different planes, right? All these different areas. And these are all mostly remote areas, right? So let's say she wanted to go to one of these areas, all right? She, she goes there and she probably gets a guide and that guide probably is using, guess what? GPS. And GPS is based on a spherical coordinate system. It's absolutely, you could, you could take that device, you could, um, well, if, if, if the, uh, the firmware wasn't encoded, but let's say you were able to get your hands on that firmware and see how they wrote that software to calculate the position, right? You would see that it is all based on spherical positioning systems, right? And spheral, spherical positioning co or coordinate systems. And you can't get around that. It, you, you just can't. It's, it's, that's why, like I said, if you go to uh, Wolfie's channel, Wolfie6020, he goes all over um, GPS and how it functions, and the actual mathematics behind it. And you can't get around it. Hey, oh, another, another uh, quick observation that I also had. I don't know if it's liberal. I don't know if you guys hear the rain here. It's raining pretty hard here. <clears throat> you guys hear? Well, you have. Oh. <clears throat> Anyways, um, so. What uh, another thing that I find interesting, remember the kind of what I was taught when I was talking about that literally 200 miles away, one place can be still very dark while yep. there's complete daylight, you know, two, 300 miles away. Mm -hmm. That's going, that's going east and west, basically, you know, the sun rises in the east, sets in the west. Okay. So I, you have, you have, let's say you're, you're here on the east side and then on Somebody's on the west side, two, three hundred miles away. It's completely dark. But going north and south, you got this huge straight line where it's already daylight. So you could, so let's say if you could just stop time and you start, you start, you could, you stop time, you paused everything while the sun is rising and you start traveling south or north, you could go for thousands of miles and you could see the sun and it'll be daylight exactly the same. If you could drive in a straight line or whatever. And then if you just turn west and drive 200 miles, it's all of a sudden it's dark. You know, uh, you know there's just something to think about as well that also makes sense on a round earth but does not make sense with a flat earth because technically it almost be like the sunlight has to be like straight like a travel. wall yeah huh? it's like a wall it, it's pretty much like a wall yeah. like a wall yeah. of light has to travel like a wall of light because how is it possible they just go a little bit west all of a sudden it's dark but if you're traveling south or north is going to be light the entire time, you know? Well, one of the experiments, yeah, it's, it's absolutely true. One of the experiments that I asked Rob Skiba to do years ago was um, to follow the lines of longitude. So if you went into, into the Southern Hemisphere, right? So let's say you went to Australia. Yeah. If you, if you went to Australia, and it, let's say we were on a flat Earth, right? The lines yeah. of longitude would diverge, which means they would get, farther away from each other okay but yeah. if you were on a round earth or a sphere 
if you let's say you're on one line of longitude and somebody goes a couple minutes of longitude over and you both walk on your lines of longitude south if you're on a round earth you will actually get closer together if you're in the southern hemisphere yeah but yeah the, the flat earth it'll be parallel right no you would diverge you would go away from each other because um, because if you're going in a straight um, line away from the center, yeah, it's going to because they pretty much stay straight and everything else. Exactly, so everything just goes branches out. Okay, exactly, again. exactly. But on a round Earth, if you followed your lines of longitude and then you measured the distance between each other compared to the distance between each other when you started, you would get closer to each other. And of course, it's a very simple experiment that you could do. You could go into Australia and do it, and nobody wants to do it because again, the flat Earth. There's no. It will show that the Earth is round and. And they've embarrassed themselves so much with falling for this ridiculous theory that they can't yeah. ever come back from it. That's the problem, is they're afraid to come back from it. And it's the, it's the fear of saying, hey, I was wrong. But, you know, and this is what I'm kind of like, yeah, it's the fear of saying I'm wrong. And, and it's like they're either extremely on one side or extreme on the other side. Yeah. You know, uh, many of them, let's say, figured out that the moon landing was fake, for example, that, yeah. which is which is I have no issue with that. Me neither. You know, there, there's a million there's a million reasons why uh, they could have faked the moon landing. One of them is maybe they wanted to build up patriotism in America, for example. That could be one area. Yeah. Another another thing is that NASA wanted to pump out a ton of money from the American people, you know, so they can get all get rich, you know, instead yeah. of instead of investing billions and billions of dollars into a moon uh, launch, they just pocket uh, most of it and create a the best video that they could during that time, you know. Yep. There could be a lot of reasons to it. Or, or scare moon. another country, try to just kind of, you know, poke at another yeah. country. We're, we're, we're better than you, you know. Yeah. Kind of like leadership competition between each other. Another uh, question we have on here, another statement that we, it's not really a question, is uh, almost daily, it says, when the visibility is high enough. So this is where it's interesting. <clears throat> almost daily, says John Doe, when the visibility is high enough, people see all of Chicago from across Lake Michigan, 59 miles away. Okay. Number one, I, you know, I've studied this in pretty in, in detail, honestly. So they don't always see it. There are many days where they can't see it at all. Um, it's about 50-50, I would say. And it depends on the atmospheric conditions. And I'm not talking about just visibility. I'm talking about um, whether it's a temperature inversion or you know w what the humidity is doing. There's a lot of different factors there. But number two, it is never all of Chicago. That is the key. Is They're trying to say, oh yeah, it's all of Chicago. I think it's, I can't remember how, I think it's five or 600 feet. The bottoms of the buildings are hidden from view. And yeah. you know, they, they're, they're not being intellectually honest. That's the truth. You can see there's, there's, there's a, man, my brain almost switched to Spanish. There are a lot of different um, people testing that. There are, there are a lot of people that have tested that and, and um, independent people just doing it on their own. Because it's a very simple thing to test. And, and they've seen that uh, the, a lot of the buildings are hidden below the horizon. So, yes. yeah, I just, I, 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 I would have more respect for flat earthers if they were intellectually honest with things like that. Because, you know, right there in that statement, almost daily, 
all we, people see all of Chicago from across the lake, 15, Lake Michigan, 59 miles away. Again, people do see the buildings, right? I don't dispute that. And that is pretty cool. And at first I was like, whoa, what's going on here? Well, again, when you actually do it. <clears> so how many miles, how many miles, how, how many miles across the water is Chicago from Michigan or whatever? Uh, 50, well, the, the point that you're talking about is 59 miles. 50 miles. I, I, I was thinking it's like 300 miles. 59 miles. Are, are you serious? Come on. Well, here's, first of here's, all, here's the thing. So let's look at that. So 59. First of all, first of all, even you standing, if a person is, you know, let's say six foot tall, you're already giving and you're already adding some kind of an angle, you know, to be able to look over some part of the so what's interesting is they always try to conflate see this number here this this large number they try to conflate this number right with uh the amount of um bulge that's the best term for it the amount of bulge that the earth actually has in between those two so if you go to um earth Yeah, well, I guess, uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to wrap it, wrap it up here shortly. So, uh, yeah, make, I'll show you this. Make, make, make it good, Victor. Make it good. Make that. All right. So this is, again, this is just one of those things, the viewer height and feet, five, uh, six feet. So, you know, you're, let's say you're standing right by the edge of the lake. Okay. What you have here is, it's 59, mile, hold on, 59 miles away. Let's see. Actual radius. Where is it at? So the geometric drop, right, is the 2,321, okay? And the, the amount hidden is this amount here, okay? So then we just- Are you your screen here or something? Okay, you see it? I... Yeah, I see it. Okay, cool. So anyway, basically the, the Sataga is what we're looking at. That, that's what's actually hidden. Um, and how far away? Where's the horizon? Let me look. Uh, it's been so long since. For 59 miles, that still seems too much of a curve. It's really not, though. I mean, it's not. I think that's exaggerated. <laughs> no, I mean, you can see it. You can actually see it from farther away. You can see it from 63 miles, 72 miles. But again, you, the problem is, is they're conflating two things. All right. They're conflating. See, this, this graph is um, exaggerated. But the their, the geo or the geometric drop is what they're conflating the amount hidden, okay? And so if you look at how much of the buildings is actually visible, it makes perfect sense based on the elevation of the buildings. So again, it's you're not you're not seeing the entire horizon. That's what's really interesting when you look at it. And you can go look at the videos. There've been a, plenty of videos done about this. But when yeah. you actually do the calculations, it's it's kind of ridiculous and it's very disingenuous in my opinion, but we will, maybe we can do that later on at a different time. We can go through the exact calculations. It's just, there are so many people out there that have done it. It gets, it just feels like I'm driving a nail into the wall with my forehead. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So uh, Roman closing thoughts. Um, meh. 
Good one. Good. I like that. Straight to the point. I definitely think they're going to lose their sleep over that comment. Peter? She's like, I never, like, I never thought about that. Man. And then she becomes <laughs> – she drops her theory. Hey, you know, um, all I can say – all I can say is – Sometimes it's better to listen to other people who know more about it than me exactly. saying stuff that, again, I just I just never really looked into the the, cir- the circular Earth or flatter yeah. thing. I know enough, you know, that it's just enough. That's yeah, it's like, it's normal to it's normal to know who's in the room because sometimes people like to be an expert. Like, let's say they're an expert in one area, and then they all of a sudden that they like that confidence, so they want to be confident and pretend they know about every single thing. So it's okay to sometimes at a certain topic go meh and actually listen to somebody that's been eating, living, and breathing this stuff. You know, yeah, Victor is very knowledgeable about this, and so yeah, so we're we're learning as well. You know, so and speaking of learning, my thing is uh, for Helen Degenerate. I think that's her. Uh, name hell basically hell and something yeah but anyways um <clears throat> thank you for your comments but also you know we'd like to see from your side you addressing regarding uh the experiment you know that victor did as well as points that he brought up also we would like to see you know a map like a good map that, regarding the flat earth how does the model work because you know we're open to learning and maybe you can teach us a few things and show us exactly how does the sun move exactly explaining the wave the tides with the moon you know do you believe in gravity or not we kind of assumed you don't but i'm guessing you, you might who knows so just let us know about that if you decide to comment again and just you know address also the things we brought up rather than just you know ignoring those things and then just you know jumping on something and saying about the observation when honestly based on our observation just you know looking at other planets and things you see that they're spheres and just based on the assumption of that you're like hmm it makes sense that maybe we're on a sphere as well you know and the experiment that we actually did you know we're not just talking and he victor actually went out there invested a lot of money and did it you know i understand you weren't there you didn't see it so you can say yeah i don't believe your experiment but again he's open to sharing any information victor's being paid by the government exactly so you can always go into experiment he's he's part of the government (laughs) so basically he can exactly show you what tools and what things to use exactly what camera and all those details if you are truly interested in knowing the truth and not just attached to that theory like no it has to this has to be it and then anything that contradicts you or goes against you you don't address it you just get offended about it or something you know i'm not saying that's going to be you i'm sure you're awesome and you're going to learn and you're going to go yeah and we're at the same time if you, if you know something we don't share we're looking and we're researching but based on our information that we're coming across you know again it's just confirming more and more that the world is a sphere so look at this one more thing before we go i want to share i want you guys to see this so this is a view of chicago where you see all of chicago by the way from 56 miles away all right yeah look at how we see all don't don't you see all the buildings in chicago oh i see all the people and everything quick, quick comment remember when you said um you remember when i asked you about that question about you know, when you zoom into a couple where yeah. they're so tiny. Look at this. Look at these buildings compared to the sun. That's huge. That's <laughs> huge. huge. It is huge. But yeah, but look at look look at how much of the buildings is actually hidden behind the horizon. Those are one of those buildings is this, or I don't know if the Sears Tower is actually in that. Um, that image there. I don't. I can't, and and where is the sun going? Is it going down or is it going away? Because it's, it's not getting any smaller. It's going, the, it's going into the sea, don't you know, Peter? 
Okay. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's just receding far away. It looks like it's going under something. Yeah, it's yeah, so, not getting any smaller. So as you can see that uh, just in that comment previously, uh, you know, where he says, oh, you can see all of Chicago from across Lake Michigan, 59 miles away. Well, this is a time lapse here from closer. This is from 56 miles away. And almost all of the buildings is, are completely hidden. Yeah. So that is where it, it's very clear. This is what I'm talking about. This is why I get frustrated. And I know I might come across as mean towards flat earthers at this point, but I have friends that are flat earthers still. I still yeah. talk to Rob Skiba on a regular basis. We don't hate each other, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I, I've talked to him because, uh, you know, he came to our balloon launches. And while I completely disagree with him on pretty much everything he believes, you know, I mean, he's even freaking Hebrew roots. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't, I don't agree with that at all. But we still, you know, I still send him some stuff from time to time and, you know, I don't think he sends me anything. I think he thinks I'm an outcast. I'm a, I'm a flat earth reprobate to him at this point. <laughs> but no, just uh, uh, truthfully speaking, I, I like flat earthers more than I like evolutionists. Like, oh, eh, I don't, I, I don't know. Man. Well, I know what you're saying, but at the same time, I feel like no, in, in more a way, damage to Christianity. Are, in a way, because you know they are against like the whole one world government stuff and i just think they just overdo it to the point where they're like making christians look bad (laughs) yeah it is true but yeah like like i said those buildings i mean oh let me look at a sears uh let's look at it one there you go googling you need to just observe googling i'm i am googling (laughs) yeah like look at this building i am googling see that building right there that building is huge and we're only seeing like the very top of it if it'll open come on internet don't die on me now internet yeah i guess if it dies then everything you said if it dies dies. well anyway look at that building and then look at it in this this shot here do you see how you're only seeing the very upper portion of it yeah there's a good thousand feet of that building hidden Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, like that's a lot of, you know, hidden. And the sun is huge and it's hiding really quick. (laughs) I like Dimitri's point. The sun is huge and it's hiding really quick. Time of of death of flat earth, 10 18 (laughs) p.m. (laughs) Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. (laughs) Yeah, awesome. So I guess I will uh, quickly give my last thought. Um, you know, I know Victor shut down the club pretty good. And I'm just gonna ruin it, but um, Sorry, it's okay. Uh, so basically, yes. Thanks for watching. My first, my last thought is that um, do not play this game how evolutionists like to play. For example, when Christians go against evolutionists, Christians can pretty much address every single scientific proof of a. Uh, of a of evolution and they can destroy every single uh, thing that evolutionists put forward and what evolutionists do they just like there's just so much evidence they bounce around and the christians prove that wrong but there's this one and that one and you know they keep bouncing around and after you address every single one of them but there's still so much you know that's pretty yeah. much, and, and what flat earthers do is pretty much they do the same thing so don't do what the evolutionists do know how to destroy every single uh know how to destroy every single uh 
argument? Argument that we put forward, plus give us the ones that we cannot answer. But what you're doing is that you ignore all the things that we, we say. But like, oh yeah, what about water? You know, what about gravity? You know, things like that. And just completely ignoring what we say. So don't do what evolutionists do, which basically, but there's just so much stuff. I'm not gonna address any of, you know, what you just, you know, destroyed. But um, I'll give you other things. And once you destroy that, I'll just find something else, you know, no matter what. Yeah, and, right. uh, what? Aren't the flat earthers evolutionists as well, typically? No. No. Most typically, typically Hebrew roots movement. Oh, okay. Yeah. Most of them are not. They, 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 I, yeah, they're, they're pretty much, they, they think evolution is a government hoax. Um, and then they think that they also decided for some reason to make the word world well that's why i'm asking like that's why i said i don't i don't know enough about this topic to be any any kind of uh, informative that's one of the that's one of the things why we have the show you man up all the things so um yeah so all to all the flat earthers who commented um you know if we don't respond to you right away we might respond, you know, week two, three, four down the road. You know, we might make, we, we might not always have like debates with you while writing, but you know, if we have good enough comments, we'll just maybe just make a show on it. Um, I'm not sure when part three of Flat Earth will happen. We don't want to make every episode on Flat Earth. And we, don't want to turn, yeah. we don't want to turn this channel into a Flat Earth only, you know, we want to basically be as broad in our topics as possible so we can attract many different people because some people are interested in flat earth round earth somebody maybe evolution somebody in biblical questions somebody more into politics and we just want to be well balanced channel because we want to be well balanced men men need to be able to uh be well balanced in all areas you know to be to be good leaders in this dark world so uh amen comment like share subscribe and if uh if it's possible to get us to a thousand views because i'd like to know what victor looks like yeah um, who, who is know, he maybe he's an imposter find out and find out <laughs> i am an imposter it does victor is who is secret, this is he secretly working for the government or not we need oh, to see exactly. his face I'm gonna come down with like a third eye in the middle of my forehead. Yeah, because that's why you're trying to show your face because you're secretly a government agent. That's true. <laughs> very, very true. All right. So uh, I think it was a good show today. Have a good one, guys. Till next time. Take care, gentlemen.